Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. One, two, one, two, three, four. It's not it's not my show today because we have It's funny cuz the opening thing just said it was your show. I know but it's this is an amendment to that. Why didn't you re-record it? Because we didn't have time to record All right, fine. Here we go. 1 2 1 <laughs> 2 3 4 Ryan Unger show. Brian gave Unger. him the show? Well, th- this episode wow. is belongs to Brian Unger. Now you might know Brian Unger from such things as television. The TV? Yeah. The, t- the TV. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Such things as, and then you say one thing. I love Such you, things as TV. I love that you said you're a TV personality because it, it does go back, it harkens back to the days of like, what's my line? Yes. T- TV personality, Wink Martindale. And <laughs> Brian and I, this morning, so, so Brian and I are hosting. I don't like the co- I don't like the word co-host. It's dirty because I mm-hmm. called Steve McKenna my co-host. Yeah, no. So we, we are both hosts. Mm-hmm. We just do it co. Mm-hmm. And uh, our show Showdown of the Unbeatables starts this Friday, April fourth, on Nat Geo Channel. That's right, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm back on television. Um, nine o'clock, nine p.m. Uh, and uh, it's exciting. It's it, exciting. So stay home. It's huge. And watch it. Um, don't watch uh, Squid Squid Billies. Yeah. Watch our show. Yeah, don't watch Teen America Hunger Force. Force. Sure. Is that right? <laughs> World, World <laughs> Police. Hunger Force. Um, <laughs> See? I watch a lot of Friday TV. Um, so we were on... This is or the Bravo movie. Oh, on Friday night. I miss the Bravo. The Bravo movie. movie. Is that like a <laughs> Lifetime movie? Re- Who knows? Revitalized? Or is it is it a new movie? No, it's, it's not a new movie. It's, it's a replay like, of a re- reboot. I, we're going to do horrible if they play Die Hard. Because I'm, I'm going to watch it. Um, so Brian and I were on, now let me phrase this properly, the Carson Daly show, or Last Call with Carson, did you fall asleep? The last, sorry, Last Call with Carson Daly, which comes out on, uh, uh, at night? Well, no, that's not true. It comes out in the morning. It's at one thirty in the morning. It is the most watched show by death row inmates in California. It is. It is. is. A true at one, at one thirty, mm-hmm. at, 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 in that time period. Because they don't get cable and they can't watch Teen America SpongeBob. Aqua Teen Hunger right. Force. <laughs> so we were on the show today, and Brian and I are sitting next to each other at a bar called the Surly Goat mm-hmm. in WeHo, uh, West Hollywood. For anyone not, not living out here, and uh, Carson was not there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not. He's not part of the show. And he is too busy. He does. He does wraparounds. When they shoot him in New York, so it goes out every three weeks, and they just shoot. That's an amazing job. You no, think my that's, job. That's yes, it's amazing. You're successful. You're that successful that you have your own show, and you don't even have to be on it. <laughs> yes. Is yeah. truly success. Now, uh, if you heard Brian on our he's show, he's called before, the Wolf of Television. Yes, he, he is. Daly. They call him that, Carson Daly. Um, Why is it everything you say? I instantly believe because <laughs> Brian Brian uh, got his start in TV on Sesame Street as one of those as the children that sang. Um, what? Is this true? No, it's not true. <laughs> oh, I so wanted to believe that. He, Brian, but, but Brian was on the uh, the Daily Show. He was he was one of the original correspondents there back in the thirties. In the thirties, and then and now he's also in, in conjunction with doing many projects and um, uh, charities. Uh, he is the uh, the lawyer on uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he's the, his name is the lawyer. Another, oh, another sign of television success <laughs> is getting a, a recurring part on a show, but yeah. you never get a name. 
they did feature you quite a bit. They had a whole episode about you, right? Yeah, Brian. Oh, oh absolutely. Um, I only I'm just called the lawyer. Yeah, or, but you're well known. Or as they affectionately call me, the Jew lawyer. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Is that it's not inaccurate? Uh, listen. I mean, for the for the character. You know what it is to me? No. Health insurance. <laughs> It's, it it's is. a year's worth of health insurance. The Screen Actors Guild, which is now Screen Actors Guild and AFTRA, whatever it is. One union. One union. It's called One. Um, <laughs> has an amazing health care program. They do. And, when I w- and, and most of the shows that you'll do, I, I, I won't call out the show that we're doing now, but like most shows that, you know, anyway, um, are, non, uh, are non-union. So, but if they're a union and you make a certain amount, like 30 grand or whatever it is, you get like great... Health, you want that up or down? That microphone? I'll pull it down. Okay. Yeah. You get like great health insurance, dental, psych. Uh, psych. Sh- no, like <laughs> shoes, glasses. You get like health insurance across the board. Things, the, things that everyone else gets upsold for. Um, but you have to make a certain amount. And I, it's been a long time since I've made that amount. The only time I've made that amount is when I've done commercials. None of the shows I've ever done are ever union shows. No, you do one episode of a union show, you are afforded... Health insurance for an entire year. One episode. Let me ask you a question, Brian. I think we can ask this at this point. Yes. Okay. So, showdown of the Unbeatables, you and I hosting. Yes. Day one, yes. we had a trailer. Yeah. Day seven or, or four, we had our own trailers. How do we get trailers? Campers? Yeah. I mean, you know, well, I mean, they were, yeah, they're trailers that, that, you, that have engines. I mean, it was, it was, we each had our own trailer, which is, in this case, it's an RV. Uh, not the nicest RV. I'm going to tell you how it happened. Okay. And uh, I've waited until this day to tell you. Okay. <laughs> um, as you recall, when we began the broadcast, the show, yeah. n- showdown of the Unbeatables, we were often in inhospitable conditions. It was, hot, it, was, it was hot one day. It was freezing the next yeah. day. It was always raining. Rainy, it yeah. was just like a, a cyclone all the time here in California. A lot of people started showing up in the campers. That's true. There were about six or seven people in the camper. And this is not a camper that is like a big, giant mobile home. Right. It's a small tent. It's probably the there smallest was like a little, one you could get. Yeah, a little yeah. table, a little couch. There were lawyers. There were heads of productions. There, there was. Were, there was an attorney. Yeah. There were people from Nat Geo. Right. There were producers. There right. were PAs. And everyone was in yes. there. You, me. More. Yes. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of big wigs, as they call them. Yeah. And um, that's when I pulled Nathaniel Glier aside, who's French our director. Yes. And I said, Nat, I don't mean to be a dick, but all these people in a trailer... Are you holding him by the collar? No, okay. I, I was holding him by his little British teeth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Nat... As all British people have. <laughs> Just teeth. You can... Their bicuspids are gigantic. <laughs> and I said, this isn't restful for anyone. Nice. We're on the show, and we have nowhere to go yeah. because for all, all, all the brass is yeah. here. And he said, you know what? We're going to get you another trailer. We're going to get you another one. So and he, I said, great. That'd but he, be great. But and so a, they brought a second one. Yes. And then everyone disappeared. And then no one came in either my trailer or, or, or Brian's. No one came. Yeah. The lawyers left. Yep. The heads of production all went home. They only came for a couple of the first evenings. <laughs> they came to drop So suddenly, rooms. we both had, like, very important RVs. Yes. You and I, respectively. Yeah. The kind you see on TV. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so there we were eating but, lunch but alone stopped, in our, yeah, our, we, we were. Now, in our now respective we were, trailers. Well, thanks, Brian. Now Zane I'm would bored. come over and knock on my door. <laughs> can, hey, I have, can I have lunch hey, with man, you? Do you mind if I come and eat lunch with you? It's kind of lonely. I'm in the middle of the desert in my trailer. I feel like I'm, I'm, I could be making meth and making a lot more money. And ultimately, I think it was a good move because you guys know, in the end, both Zane and I were able to poop privately. Yes. <laughs> That's what's important. And, and I actually use my, I use my shower. At one point. Did you? When I had to go in the water and do that thing in that, in that lake on that uh, that jet bike thing. Oh, yeah. Freezing. So I came in, hot shower. It was fantastic. You, and which, by the way, you'll be able to see in the series, Showdown of the Unbeatables, yeah. you riding a a, a, a water unicorn. I, is it, it might be in the very open of the uh, of the show. It's, it, was, it might be. In, it might be. I, I did. We, we we have to do the voiceover on these things, and we watched it last week, and Zane is trying to get out of the water on this thing. <laughs> it's, it's like riding a bowl in the water. It is. Have, Zane, you, have you seen it? Have you seen it, no. guys? It's, it's basically, so you take a, a jet ski, okay, and then, you, and then there's an attachment, this long fire hose made out of, you know, it's a, it's a big rubber hose, mm-hmm. and you attach that to the output jet on the jet ski. And then it's a probably 50-foot hose, right, or, lo- or maybe longer. Yeah, longer. And then it attached, attaches to this, um, this, this, basically it's a seat. It's got handlebars. And then under the seat is a big jet. And, in, and under each right and left handlebar, which you hold, I guess, perpendicularly, perpendicularly uh, um, have jets on them. And those jets fire down. And so as soon as the guy fires up the jet ski, you raise out of the, out of the water. Okay, hold on, hold on. So there's a jet ski. Yeah. There's a hose, yeah. and then there's basically a seat with a jet on it Yes, that shoots down into the water, yep. lifting you up off the water. Yeah, and then there's two uh, jets under each. I'm doing this for you guys, but people <laughs> at home can't see. But like a bicycle, but turn your, 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 yeah. your hands 90 degrees. And so you're controlling jets that are shooting down. You can angle them. So it's like a water jet pack. Yes, yeah, but that exactly. You, that you, but sit, you on. sit on it. Yeah. yeah. And but it looks like a tricycle. Are yes. you strapped in at all? No, you can't. No, you, just, no, you what can't. Kind of be, seat? Is it like a like a bicycle seat or like a like a BMX bike seat? Like a really? or like a, like a motocross, a little longer, I think. And um, uh, but it's incredibly difficult. To, and it's all powered from another jet ski from from a person watching. So if you're in trouble, he lets go of the throttle. Okay, it's a little weird. It's a little weird in that regard that like you need another person to do it. It's kind of exciting, but it's it's closer to like a. Uh, uh, like a, a water ski being, being pulled because you depend on the boat as opposed to being like a jet. Like this, yeah, it, 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 it depends on compression from another vehicle. You have to send water compression to it to get it to lift out of the water. And so the jet ski motor generates the compression, and then Zane lifts out of the water. And then, uh, spoiler alert. What happened? You fall back into the water. Right, I don't think And I then la, you go. But then you turn and you look at the camera and you go. This is really easy. <laughs> <laughs> Sarcastically. Yeah. It was incredibly difficult. It was it was the only day, it was the coldest day. That was actually the last day, our last shoot. Yeah, we were miserable. It was the coldest. Miserably cold. Coldest day we ever, we had on the shoot to the point where we were, were shivering. And then I had to go in the water. So they gave me a dry suit. Be careful. This is like a $5,000 dry suit. So I put it on. They actually ha- sent someone to put the suit on me because it was so expensive. As soon as I get in the water, boop, water comes in my in my foot. So it was now wet. But yeah, you, you power through it. They put a microphone on me. I get out in the water, and then after about a, a minute, the microphone dies because it gets wet. But um, it was it was 
it was fun, and I almost, I almost did it. You did. I almost did it. You don't. No, How you, did, did, you, you did do it. You did do it. You just didn't well, stay aloft we're, for very we're long. We're always pressed for time. There's yeah. never enough time to do anything. So I think they probably gave me seven minutes in the water to try. Yeah. I fell seven times. How high does this thing it goes get off? very high? Really? You'd probably go up thirty to feet. Thirty feet. Really? Yeah. Like if like the, I was picturing like six. Like, oh no! Like this guy, wow. this guy who, who so in that showdown so. The show is basically pitting to you. Do it again because you did it really well this I morning. I think I said something like um, global technologies designed by entrepreneurs uh, who are expert in their respective fields go head to head with these awesome machines or technologies in these contests to see which can sort of outdo the other one or crush the other one or blow the other one up. I think I said it was a technological rumble in the jungle. Wow. Wow, which is it. what the promo says. It does, yes. But so in this situation, they have a this jet bike, which isn't really a jet bike, against a jet car, which actually is a jet car. It was a go kart mm-hmm. with no engine on it. Mm-hmm. It had three. Uh, what can you tell me about those engines? Small jet engines, not unlike what you would find on a very small Boeing seven fifty seven. Like they <laughs> they they put these on on remote controlled planes. To, and the planes can go over 200 miles per hour. So you can literally fly. And, and the plane would be about the size of you like, with your arms outstretched, like a six-foot plane, no. like a big okay. plane with these massive jets that I don't know how long they can run for. Not that long, maybe you know, 10 minutes or whatever it is or less. But uh, you can fly your plane at 200 miles an hour. And so they put these on a, on a, on a go-kart and then had a tug of war against these a, two things. Was there a guy driving the go-kart? There was a guy driving the go-kart. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's a really good uh, example of Brian and I standing in the back. And then there's a lot of people, there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts. Besides what you see on TV, there's a cast and crew of about 50 to 60 or, or 70, depending on how many people are in the showdown, whatever. And so Brian and I stand back, try, try to stay out of the way, give our two cents every now and then. And then we're watching this. And we're sitting here talking, genuinely talking, going, I, I don't, Brian, I don't know who's going to win. I don't. I don't know the jet car, and I don't know. Like I don't know the jet car well enough. You don't know the the jet bike well enough. We can hear. You want a napkin? <laughs> you went, you're pushing. <laughs> this is dirty. No, that. <laughs> Casey, you're supposed to clean that the table. Was, that was this Brian pushing the crumbs. Well, Jacopo Fellini. <laughs> Cleaning up. Jacopo Fellini was in here. Made an amazing cocktail. Should we t- should we play the cocktail from Jacopo right now? Uh, yeah, sure. What what is the cocktail? Okay, here we go. All right. You're supposed to know this. Uh, that is a mess from Jacopo Fellini mm-hmm. uh, making this cocktail. Listen to this. Hey! Jacopo Fellini is in the house. Yes. No, we're stopping. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Lion King. That was fantastic. We do that when we, when we sign a goal in Italy. Oh, he said so. Oh. He said no. Jacopo Fellini is here to make uh, for us, with us, for us, for, for us. us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. Why am I around? He starts speaking English. And we listened to like we started with Jacopo like over over a year ago, like yeah, a year and a half, two, right? I think it's it almost has two. been a long time. Has been a long time, yeah. and they've been wonderful years. Yeah. Um, 
I wonder if we can listen to it. Like, has his English improved? Because it worse. It might have gotten worse. I think it got worse. Yeah. You're still self-conscious. You guys are not helping. Now, you guys yeah. are not helping. Because at some point, like, your English doesn't improve, but your competence improves. So then you start to think, you know, that's, that's Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you're making for us today the tropical chocolate. Tropical chocolate, okay. yes. I'm all over it. I got a little chili, so... Is that why you're wearing a? Is that why you're wearing a? You see, I actually am casual for you because you always. You know, thought was I'm always dressed up. My, you know, he walks in and I'm like, oh wow, he dressed down today. Like, what's see, going on? But it's still like 100, then, 130 dollars. Yeah, then he walked by me and I saw Lululemon on the back. I'm like, oh, he dressed <laughs> up. <laughs> Shit, sorry. Um, okay, so you're so it's a little spicy. It's a little no. It's it's a chocolate. So yeah. it's a hot chocolate based cocktail. You said something about chili. Yeah, it has. It's chilly. It's cold. It's getting chilly. No, no, no. Why is no. it getting cold? We're in the spring, yeah, April. I, you well, live, you live, it, you live in Moorpark. It's like well, a million degrees over there. <laughs> I what went are you swimming this weekend? What the hell is he talking Wait, about? Just let him make the chocolate drink. <laughs> Wait, what's the tropical part? <laughs> the mango. Oh, there's mango. Nice. In it. It's nice. mango. It's mango. Well, when he told it. me before we started recording, he said it's called tropical mango. Oh. And I was like, I think all mangoes are tropical. He's yeah. like, oh, it's tropical chocolate, asshole. That's how, oh, yeah. like, asshole, that's how he speaks. Yeah, asshole. he speaks with like yeah. an Ohio, Ohio accent. Yeah, <laughs> none. Perfect. Uh, okay, Jacopo, go for it. So we actually just microwave the hot chocolate because <gasps> I made the hot chocolate at home because I, I thought that we couldn't do it here. So you didn't know what's, what's the truth? truth? What's the truth? No, it's true. It's so cute. He made hot it's chocolate true. this morning. Yeah, it's amazing. You see, just for you. But look at the consistency it of it. It looks from CrossFit. It, it looks and I like want to yeah. fix it. Cross broken. So wait, it looks like like the consistency like, of that is really thick. It's very thick. That's how hot chocolate in Italy is. That's it's very thick. Casey, what kind of hot chocolate is that? Casey, give me a cup. I actually made it for you. With my hands. I'm excited. Wait, we are sure if we no? don't start making we a drink right be. now, Mel is going to go ballistic on us. Okay, so I did the hot chocolate. The way how I made it is that I take a little bit of hot, half and half mm-hmm. and oh, cream. Keep like talking. Heavy cream. Uh-huh. Wow. And then I actually dissolved the Belgium dark chocolate, oh, the trunk mm-hmm. of chocolate. Keep talking. So yeah, that's how, and that's I how and I melted and pour some in and here. that's so good. It's scary. Don't good. use it all. Oh my god! Yeah, it looks like it's so frosting. Good. Thick, yeah. Like, it's so good. It's very rich. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! So wait, that's dark. That's not milk chocolate. It's dark chocolate. Dark chocolate in a heavy cream Holy and half and a half. So it has less so that's, that's sugar how... than yeah, milk chocolate. Cause, yeah, because yes, the dark chocolate does have less sugar. No, Mel. no, Mel, give it back. This <laughs> meant for me and Josh. So what you're we're really doing? Out. I'm taking the leftovers. So Holy! Don't worry this, about it. this cocktail is very very easy because once you mm-hmm. did the hot chocolate, you're pretty it. much. Uh, done because we we add the you mango rum. Mm-hmm. I remember last time you told me, can you actually make a drink that is easy for... that everybody can do at home? I mean, wait a second. Oh, this, is that what you is... think this is? <laughs> melt, melt freaking You think people chocolate? are going to go home and melt <laughs> chocolate like on their stove? <laughs> <laughs> mm. So I add. I By add... the way, if there's ever a moment in this conversation where I'm not talking, it's because I'm drinking his hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Would you actually like? Go, you can go skiing in uh, in. Um, that that's exactly what we drink while we're skiing. In that's Italy. amazing. Yes, probably and rarely do you drink that without. Wild, no, no, while we have the Camelback. Yeah, and we do have. Oh, my God. You put <laughs> chocolate in that thing. Oh my God! No, so but I'm saying <laughs> if that's it, I'm learning how to it, ski. It, yeah. 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 it usually has alcohol in it, though, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Now, and, and as you know, down. as you know, rum and chocolate goes perfect together. Oh my God! This so that's mango rum. This is a mango rum. Put around an ounce and a half. That'll probably be really good with with coconut. I um, agree. 
I have another recipe with coconut. That rum. would no also way. be tropical. It would be. It, yeah. You want to put Mel, some coconut too? No. What's no. the what's the coconut? Uh, <laughs> Mel, just she just chugged pure chocolate. I haven't had my you one did the same treat thing for the month, so this could be it. I know, but I, I called her out first. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how that's how that so works. I'm to make, I, I did two workouts. What'd you do? Just one. Oh, oh wow! Oh, look at wow. this. That's the Ooh. 1980s. <laughs> so, what is she talking about? <laughs> okay, give me that now. <laughs> you're just testing out your. Yes. Are you testing it out? Or you, yes. Okay. I, I don't want to. I just don't want to make a mess in your in your office. Mm. Nope. In my, so you don't want to make a mess in my orifice? What just, <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? So what I did, I did the cinnamon whipped cream mm. because I know you love whipped mm-hmm. cream after coffee. I see what. You, okay, I see in your eyes. How all you did was took, you take hot chocolate, mango rum, and a little bit of whipped cream on top, and you that's think that it. that's simple. But you you created the hot chocolate, <laughs> and you also created homemade whipped cream. Yes, you can't just buy cinnamon whipped cream at the <laughs> store. You literally have a, a canister where you infused it. Like, I didn't even see it made. I'm so excited. That's, it's, that's how quick it is. Uh, all that's right. that's Cheers. how quick it is. Cheers. Mel's taking a picture. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't concentrate around chocolate. Are you kidding me? You know what that tastes like? Um, when you get like good, a good box of chocolates. I don't know who makes like the good box of chocolates and they have booze inside them. I can't get the whipped cream. What is, what Every time doing? I try to drink, the whipped cream goes to the back of the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Mm. Dude, Holy. that is ridiculous. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. It is good, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to drink it. Were you glad that I was chilling this morning? I don't even know. What do you say? This is this is Chilean. What is he? What is? What's happening? Are you glad I'm Chilean? Mm. Oh my god, the cinnamon whipped cream is amazing. I can't get to it. So good. You can't get to it. You have to finish a drink. You got to go at it quick before it has time to run to the back. Mm -hmm. Look at that. There you go. Look at that. Quick suck thing. Oh my god. Hmm. Oh man, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's probably Cass- Cassie is asking. Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh, no one cares. Cass Here you like, go. Take Mel's. No, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So that's gonna be the sneakiest drink I've ever had. Th- this is the most time we've ever spent decompressing after a drink. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. How much? Um. Let's calories? See. No. Let's not. No. Let's not, not go there, please. Not, yes. Enough. I, I, enough. I just went up mm. a belt size. Jeez, you have to Cassie. give it to Cassie. Oh, I was saving some. Come here, Cassie. come here, Cassie. I don't have to save for Cassie. Oh, no. good. Um, oh man, what was the ratio of like chocolate to rum? Uh, two, two and one. Two chocolate, one rum. Okay, so it was two ounce. So there was an there was a ounce, shot ounce and a half of rum and oh my God. almost yeah. Please, did, so you put an ounce. You put an more. ounce and a half of rum in this thing. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is that people in making monkey rum, people. Uh, you know the the diehard rum people are like you need to make an aged rum like a 15 year old or what a 10 year old which means I'm I guess I make rum and I sit on it until I'm 50 years old but excuse me but the point is is that um, most people drink rum in drinks you know you know what I mean like I most people drink it in cocktails I agree and not pirates like most people pirates are not people pirates are people pirates and Pat Croce versus people pirates are people people would lose every time Pat Croce's not a person I think that guy's a cyborg <laughs> what's Pat Croce <laughs> what is Pat Croce it's, it's a game it's a, it's, a, it's a game you play with heavy balls he's Pac- a ninja basically he's That's a ninja uh, he's a very 
inspiring. Uh, was what it, was the president one of the owners of the Philadelphia 76ers? He got in a motorcycle accident, lost his leg, put it back on, and put it back on, <laughs> and then he became a black belt. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right order. Guys but those those <laughs> things happen. Pretty close. Pretty close. Um, uh, yeah, and now he owns uh, most of the bars down in Key West, and he's a friend of ours. And he's got a pirate museum. And yeah, and it's so funny. Book. So and funny. I, treasure. It's so funny. I went running with him in Key West. What's that? He doesn't have leg, and you were running. No, they put it back they on. Put it back on. It works. Yeah, it got caught off right here, the, right in the really? middle of the shin. He happened to be like also one of the foremost physical therapists he's, of his time. He's the guy that started like the phrase sports medicine. Like he's the guy. So he had money. A and lot then, of knowledge. Not a knowledge. He's a smart guy. No, kick your ass. And, and now and, he has bars. And now he has bars. I'm very he pretty much owns. Oh, he, he doesn't. He also has golf courses and he owns all kinds of shit. But you know, when you have money, we'll 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 own a lot of shit at some point. By the way, that bar that was across the street from our hotel that he owns, yeah, yes. it's like a Philly bar. You can go watch Philly games. there. Which one? It's right across. I don't remember what Not it's Islands. Called. It's no, where you guys it was the stayed rum above. There's guys, there's the Island Dog. The Rum, rum Barrel, rum barrel. Mm-hmm. has the best Philly cheesesteak sandwich in Key West. Well, what? it's like getting a Philly cheesesteak really? in Philly. It's oh, really oh, you're good. saying this? I thought you read it. No, I'm saying it. Okay, how many other Philly cheesesteaks did you have? I don't think there are any, but it's really good. <laughs> it's a really good Key, Key West is a pretty small place. I had every cheesesteak there there is to be had when we were in Philly. Really? Yes. Oh, I thought that meant when you were there. No, when we were in Philly, and it it stands up to those. Wow, it's good. Wow. Well, he's a he's a Philly guy. I feel like he you're is. really confused. That's it's a I'm guy. Not, I'm <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry. No, sorry. Okay. It's a person. Is this a yeah. god? Who is this? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, is, it, no. is this several people? No, it's one person. Started a church. I probably. What's his name again? Pat. Pat Croce. Pat. Ah, Pat. We say Croce. Croce. Pat Croce. Why is it? Why is it? Why is it Italian? I can crochet. Yeah, the last name is Italian. Croce. Cro- means mean cross in Italian. Yeah. That's oh. Crossfit. You see. <laughs> <laughs> croce fit. Uh, well, anyway, amazing drink. We have the recipe at zanelamprey.com. Do we not, Casey? You should probably put the recipe for the hot chocolate up there too. So Which yeah. is yeah, yeah. It'll be there. We'll put the, it's, it's all there. there. Yes, I'm just going to make the hot chocolate. <laughs> yes, Casey. Why do you put the microphone on? He's all drunk on chocolate because you look you look confused and you look a little inebriated. I'm still kind of recovering from the, that. Amazing what drink. did you get the whipped cream? Yes, I gave oh, him. You a, try what is your you what is your perplexed look? Because the recipe is is on drinkingmadeeasy.com and yakbos.com. Yakbos.com. And we link to it from Zane Lamprey where the podcast page is. So, but people can go to zanelamprey.com. Yes. Because I'm, I'm thinking we like, because Drinking Made Easy, what do we want to brand? What do we want to celebrate? Me? Yeah, we do. All right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jacopo Folletti. Zanelamprey.com, JacopoFolletti.com, JoshTheBear.me. Didn't now, now, don't you feel silly? Now, don't you wish you were here with Jacopo? Probably doesn't. So, does he come here and... Um... Do this every day? Yeah. Okay. He co- no, he comes uh, once a month, and he he does four shows at a time. So it happened to be yesterday in the real world that we sat here, and he made four drinks. And we were here for probably about two hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Drinking a lot. And his drinks are – like, we've we've done – like, and Josh, you were part of every every episode of Drinking Made Easy and Chug. Like, we've we've sat with many mixologists, many bartenders, had a, had many amazing drinks. And I've never – Met anyone that has creations like Jacopo? I mean, the drinks are every so single good. drink that he makes is just amazing. Some yeah. of the, probably the top ten drinks in my opinion are his his mm-hmm. drinks. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. the only bad one he's ever done is the one we forced him to make with old coffee and peanut butter. <laughs> that was the only bad one he's ever made for us. But I'm, I'm like, you're you are so good. I bet you can make 
something from just my bar without even having any planning, and you have to use coffee and peanut butter. And he did it, and he's like, eh, maybe I can. Uh, you know, actually, he wasn't super confident. No, no, and he, he made didn't it, want to do and it. it tasted like poop. It, <laughs> it tasted like uh, coffee and peanut butter. It was, it was like, it was but like I don't know which one we just played. Thanks, Casey. But the one he made with <laughs> that's coming up, maybe with brandy and the cherry brandy. Oh, it's all booze, but you would never know. Yeah, it was one of the most delicious cherry soaked brandy and stuff. But he, yeah. he takes a lot of pride in that. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, he's he is one of to tie this back in. He's one of the imbeatables. When you ask someone, a bartender, hey, is it sweet? Why yeah. is it, they always say, oh, no, 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 it's very balanced? Because that's what you want. Well, you know. I just want to know that it's not sweet, but they always say it's very balanced. Well, and then I get a very sweet drink. Alcohol. You know the, what I mean? The, you should yell at them. The fermentation yeah. process. I think you're allowed to throw the drink in their face. Oh, no, 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 no. It's very balanced. It's balanced. The, the fermentation. No, 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 no. These are fresh, fresh ingredients. Is it sweet? Mm. It's balanced. It's all okay. fresh ingredients. It's artisanal Alcohols that we use. Am I, yeah. am I, some science here. So the fermentation, oh, pro- yeah, the fermentation oh, process begins by having a sweet, sugary liquid at which the yeast goes in, eats that, makes alcohol and CO two, and then you ferment that, meaning you just extract the alcohol out of that and have pure alcohol. the The root of that alcohol is sugar. Yeah. So when you reintroduce sugar into it, you can create this nice balance. And I think people think that the best compliment you can give a drink is, wow, I can't even taste the alcohol. And what does that is the sugar. So the sugar does balance that out. If you have something that's too sweet, too much sugar. Not sweet enough, too much alcohol. I like the taste of alcohol and not the, so much the sugar. So that's why I think that I think balanced is probably the best description of a good drink. If one more bartender tells me the drink is balanced, I'm going to fucking hit them. (laughs) (laughs) You're allowed to, I think. Um, What do you drink, Brian? What's your drink of choice? Today he's drinking Um, Carlson. Yeah, well, this vodka is what I'm looking forward to drinking. Uh, This is Carlson's Gold Vodka, one of the sponsors of today's show. It's the finest... uh, They take the finest virgin new potatoes. These, they're not allowed to... They don't have... They're kept away from other potatoes. They they like to play D&D. Yeah, they're video game nerds. Yeah, they're virgins. They're yeah. kept from the other. They're kept away from ones. yes, the boys and the girls are kept. Yes, uh, and then they're carefully selected at their prime and mm. then refined, mm-hmm. which means they're killed. Oh, yes, which means they're they're brought up to make make they they're made to believe that their life will continue and then it's ended. It's a cruel world for yes. the virgin. No, it's potato. like a metamorphosis. If I may, it's you may and you're wrong. I think I'm right. <laughs> yeah. And then they distill this unique vodka, which is made in the southern part of Sweden. Facing now, orient yourself like this: facing uh, the the winds from the North Sea, uh, there lies Cape Biar, Biar, which is the home of golden potatoes. And it's you, also the coffee table that you get. Yes, is that the Biar? The, the, the Biar is the circle one. So hard I to can put never, together. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's got like all these like. <laughs> it's the it's actually a dresser. The no, it's harder a dresser. than a skirt, Merton. <laughs> Um, well, that was a doozy. So this is made from uh, – it's distilled once. And a lot of times with, with vodka, you'll distil, distill multiple times to get – take the flavor of the potato out, and they keep it in. Mm-hmm. And they don't over-filter. Mm-hmm. I don't even – I don't see I, – I, I thought they, they filtered once, and I couldn't find that particular piece of Better information. be careful. That's an no, open, it's unfiltered. Open bottle. It's is distilled ex- only once and unfiltered. Making me very nervous. Is that an expensive bottle? W- would that be considered expensive? Casey Hum- – now you get the potato taste. That is smooth. Yeah, it's good. Try that. Okay. 
Yeah, I think that one's uh, thirty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. It's really, really smooth. Am I wrong or am I just have I been drinking all day? <laughs> it's really <laughs> bring me something. <laughs> no, um, really smooth. Yeah, like it's you definitely really smooth. Definitely, yeah. a pota- you get the potato taste. Oh yeah, that's really smooth. That's Here, amazing. Try some of that. Kill it. I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna kill a whole bottle. Because I don't like vodka very much. I like that. Yeah, that actually, I like that a lot. Ah, that's that, what do you think? It's got a little bit of a pepper to it. Yeah, I like yeah. that peppery pepper. flavor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you Casey, guys are the, smart. Casey just brought oh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Appreciate that. So, what what is this that I have? I, I have a clip. Do you? Yeah, I have a clip. I have a clip of the show. Oh, let's let's uh, see that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what 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 they gave you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Time for our next challenge. That's what me. you see is That's a nine hundred pound I beam. Now let me pause it and tell you. Right, right, right there, what they're showing you right now is a nine hundred pound I beam. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I got that information from the clip. Thanks. That's something our that's something our produ- our director would do in the sound booth. Explain the scene. Now in this scene. You're yeah. talking about a 900-pound, 900-pound I-beam. Yeah, I'm looking at the I text. I just words. said that. <laughs> Normal I-beam. We've actually added 400 pounds of weight to this sucker. So, Ron, go ahead and raise the crane up. 900 pounds dropping from 60 feet will create about 160,000 pounds of crushing force. Here's what it does to a safe without a ballistic steel core. Mm. Watch this, Josh. Release! Release the hounds! Ooh. Amazing. The, the I-beam goes right into the safe. Penetrates the safe. Right this down safe through the center. could not withstand the impact. I don't know how they aimed that so well. as to a rock breaker. Will a brown safe, protected by ballistic oh, cool. armor, survive the hit? If the military is willing to trust our safes with their weapons, we're willing to put them to any test. Yes. This is way Tim better is than so Modern Family. He gathered the entire workforce <laughs> to watch. If he made the entire workforce the gather to watch. It won't stand a chance against the rock breaker. Three, two, one. Drop. It is pretty amazing. The same I-beam then bounces off the safe. Yay! We make the best save in the world. Incredibly, the 900-pound I-beam bounced off the top of the safe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It damaged the outer shell. Look at that. But not the cement firewall. There's our brown safe. Not bad. And by the way, this ballistic steel. Okay, Zane, we got it. Zane, Zane, Zane. You sound like a dick. Stop it. Stop it. By the way, the safe, it's black. Okay. It's not a brown safe. I just think it's kind of weird. Isn't the company brown? I know, safe? but wouldn't no. you make your saves like just like a dark brown or something? Because it's a brown safe company. Why would I need a safe like that? <laughs> Why would you need a safe that mm-hmm. big? I don't. It's, it's a massive. I, that's a big safe. I don't have anything valuable enough to put in there. I want to. I want to play a, a a Brian segment. Oh, good. So so <laughs> my team was the brown safe, and uh, and Brian's team was the um, the the rock breaker. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay, and your and your and your rock breaker is a is an is a pneumatic 
a jackhammer, like a twelve. What is what's the description of that? Do you remember? Uh, it looks like uh, I call it the finger of God. Okay. It is the. <laughs> it's never, like never on heard the that before. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call an F five tornado. Um, it it it's the the pointed on a on a on a. Ow. What do you call those uh, things that have tracks like bulldozers? But yeah, it's a crane. Like I think they call those like an excavator. Like an excavator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And on on the end of the excavator is a big giant pneumatic bit the yeah. size of like a person. Person. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And it's it's just and it's and it operates on a pneumatic uh, system and it just it can drill through anything. You've seen these out. Crushing up the freeways, right. or crushing up roads, or destroying buildings to tear them down, and that's what goes up against this safe. Yeah, yeah. Now we have uh, this next clip. If it's me, I'm going to stop it because I want it to be you. Um, it's it's. Um, what was the Brock? Do you remember? You don't know what the Brock is? I forget. Oh my god! Here you go. I have a hat. Here you go. <laughs> that says, "Oh that." <laughs> It's a robot. It may look like a space-age toy. Yeah, but Don't Brian. be fooled. The Brock is a machine that can rip anything to shreds. My name is Lars Lindgren, and I'm the president of Brock, Inc. And I am the most interesting man in the world. The smallest machine, 15-kilowatt electric motor, emissions-free. They're small in size. You can fit through a 31-inch opening, about four feet tall, and yet has a tremendous reach it's... and tremendous power. It's like its a secret is a you know what? It's low just so people know what they're what what it is. It's it's basically a, a mini uh, excavator. A mini excavator. Yeah. It resembles a little bit like those robots that approach bombs yeah. to def- defuse them yeah. that the police or SWAT teams use. Yeah. But it's industrial grade. It's and bigger. Yeah, it's, a mini it, bulldozer. It weighs about two tons, and then it has an arm on it, and then you can put whatever you want on the end of it's, the. It's, of the re- arm. it's adorable. <laughs> it's in pump. In the hands of a star operator like Augie Scalisi, it's a true force to be reckoned with. <laughs> Behold, Brock! Can you, what the can hell? Can you say that? Augie Scalisi? In the, Scalisi, hand, in the hands the? of a what? In the star ha- operator. Yeah. I don't know the name. Remember his name was Augie Scalisi? No one in the show has a normal name, <laughs> by the way. Not one person is just like Bob <laughs> Woods. Like Augie Scalisi. It's a true force to be reckoned with. <laughs> Hit it harder, Brian. Behold, Brock! The Norse god that forged Thor's hammer. What was the name of the hammer? Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Oh, nice work, Lars. And this is a good look for you, Augie. I like it. This is actually the control panel. Augie's wearing a remote, a giant remote around his waist. It can almost do everything a human can. He's electric. Yes, exactly. Unique combination of strength, agility, and precision. That's pretty much what the Brock is about. And personality. What did he say? Personality. Time to find out if he's right. On the proving ground. Nice. Very good VO. The Brock is the Swiss Army knife of demolition. You want to chop reinforced concrete? Snap on the claw. Yeah. But what about pulverizing concrete? Wow. Just change the grinders and you're good to go. The raw lifting power of the Brock. Oh my God. Destroying a washing machine. Combined with the breaker, which pounds up to 1,900 times a minute, makes this one muscular machine. The most impressive tool in the arsenal, the weapon of choice in the showdown, is this, the demolition grapple. It's the iron grip on the end of the Brock's bulging arm that makes lifting this 700-pound barbell a snap. Why'd they drop it on top of a table and break it? It's amazing. That Brian lifted for us. 
But this showdown isn't just about brute strength. It's also about agility. So now he has an... an, an oh, he has a, a match. He has a match. He just lit a match his grip, with it. And he just lit so it. So how difficult is the Brock to control? I bet easy. Well, i got to find out. All right, cool. Now I'm going to lift up on Brock. Right. Oh, you get to operate it. That's fun. A lot of stuff happened while you were in your trailer. <laughs> now we're closed. Yeah. Very good. You overcame and, that. And was it easy to operate? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's a really remote easy control. easy for the Brock. Not even... Effortless. The thing's not even breaking a sweat. No. Well, machines it's don't sweat. That they do. to control. Okay, so. <laughs> so, Augie, Lars, <laughs> you going to win then? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's up with your names? Augie <laughs> and Aunt Lars. Um, you know, it's cool. So it's pretty cool, right, Josh? I, I, yeah, it looks awesome, I right? Haven't... I mean, would you like to own that thing? <laughs> what was that, it called? That's not, that's not... No, Brian, that's not what the show's about. People oh. don't get well, to own I can put things. anything on the end of that. Thing. Yeah, of course. What yeah. are you talking about? What'd you put on the end of it? Uh, something inappropriate? No. Like, a, like a dildo or something? No, I'm not Steve. <laughs> Josh, you have the dirtiest mind. Like, I didn't say anything! Um, I have not seen that piece. So, uh, so the only thing that I've seen... Is when we're in the VO session, I VO my section. That's all that I've seen. I haven't seen your stuff. That's kind of fun. Are those clips on the Nat Geo website? They are National Geographic Channel. That, I think, yeah, that's it. So how many clips are on the site? Um, because I've never seen that. They're new. They just did it. They just put them yeah, on. they just okay. put them up. So just just uh, Google showdown of the unbeatable. Do you guys feel teased by that? Do you feel like, wow, that's wet my whistle. I want to see. I want Those more. two things are going to be pit against each other, right? Well, well or no. Or those two different episodes? No, those are two different episodes. Okay. So the Brock. Is that interesting to you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, good. Casey, sit farther back from your mic. What happens if we say no? I feel like Brian will kick our ass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're done. You are done uh, for. That looks really boring. Whoosh, whoosh. No, I yeah, I'm definitely interested. I geeked out when they dropped the I-beam on that safe. No, it, it gets cool. geekier than that, too. It's really actually what's cool about it is that each product it's it's not about an invention. It's about someone has spent a lifetime developing these things. Yeah. And these companies have staked their entire reputations on how they'll do in these showdowns. I mean, there there are decades and decades of work R&D that have gone into these products that face off. So in other words, it's not like a little invention versus another little invention. I mean, you know? sometimes sometimes it is like in a way. Um but and but sometimes it's not but sometimes it's not that at all. Like this is a big invention, I would call it, right? I mean, this is a pretty expensive machine piece. Of, it's like a million don't, dollar. Don't, don't argue. With no, 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 yeah, I'm don't, don't sort of backing you up. He's really like, trying the, to. The Brock is this is this million dollar machine versus the world's strongest man. So we have Brian Shaw, who won the 2014 World's Strongest Man oh. competition. Mm-hmm. He competes against this robot. We even have a Harris Hawk. Who the hell wins? Remember the Hawk? Well, most shows have Harris Hawks, Brian. Versus an, a remote control car yeah. with a, with a father who browbeats his son <laughs> into submission for not operating it correctly. Um, it's you know Brian and but I. But I had, digress. We had twenty four, twenty five um, long days. We'd shoot from the minute the sun comes up to the minute he goes down, and we, and, and we spent much much of our time in our trailer. But sometimes. To let you know how difficult it is, we didn't have good cell reception. But you guys had to be alone. No, we didn't have good cell reception. <laughs> you guys were alone with no cell reception. There were days <laughs> well, when days it felt office. like 1987. There were yeah. days yeah. where I had to nap in my trailer for a few hours. Yes. No, there were days. We were so far out and so remote in the desert of California that we would drive several miles to get one bar yep. of reception. Yeah. And we would we would get all our emails, download them, and then drive back. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's what we would do. Yeah. Exactly. 
Um, so it's cool to see this. I'm I'm teased by this because I have yet I haven't seen a full episode. Yeah, I haven't either. And um, I guess I, I guess I've seen the rough cuts when they send them, but that's with no color correction, no voiceover, um, not a, no good sound mix. Uh, so it's it's no not good a good sound mix. <laughs> Let's put it this way. There is no better way to blow an hour on a Friday night than to watch this show. Yeah, that's true. I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, you could watch American Pickers or you could watch one of those stupid shows about the dudes with the beards. What what are they called? I don't know. Duck Dynasty. Yeah. Is that on Friday? I don't know. I might, and I might, then, I might watch that. <laughs> this is way better than that. Yeah. Way better. It seems to me like it's Deadliest Warrior meets Mythbusters. It's interesting you should bring that up. That's interesting. We have people (laughs) who know people who worked on Mythbusters who have said this show is better than Mythbusters. In fact, it's Mythbusters 4.0. It's it's definitely – wow. Are you about to throw the mic down and walk away? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's definitely definitely a different show. Like at first you think, oh, it seems big, explosions and stuff like that. But it's it's a fun show. I'm excited about it. And and, and ultimately we have no idea what the reception will be, but I'm pretty sure people will will really like it. Mm -hmm. We we have a quiz. Casey, is this? (laughs) So so what do we have here? What's the quiz? This quiz is titled Biggest, Fastest, Strongest. You might as well call it Zane. You my <laughs> music. High five. Oh, you, no high five. You have a weird hair sticking up behind. Look at the alfalfa. Yeah, it's, it's, it's distracting Stupid. me. I heard Pitbull say today, if it flies, floats, or fucks, then you just rent it. Nice. Huh. Wow. Yeah, don't buy it. That's cool. <laughs> rent it. That's fun. Don't buy tickets. Who's a Pitbull? Can I say this? that? <laughs> Can I say the third F word? Yeah. No. Yes. Wait, you... no? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Pitbull. Where did you see Pitbull? He was. He was oh, on, was, it, was, was he talking to you? He was on a radio program. Was it? Was it? Was, <laughs> and, it, was uh, it a Pitbull? He said it twice. If it, oh, because someone said, said "Do you fly private?" He said, "Yeah, I fly G four. Do you own it? No, I don't own it. If it flies, if it floats, or fucks, you rent it." Now I get the fucks and I get the flies. What's, what's float? Oh, a boat. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm sure yeah. women all over America were just warmed by the fact that he was comparing <laughs> them gentleman. to like a boat. Yeah. Women are as high maintenance as a boat. By the way, and as expensive. Apparently. Yeah, but Brian, I'm sure he was referring to a pretty nice boat. Right, you're yeah. right. You're right. We're talking yachts. Here. All right, so yeah. the three F's is the, is the. No, is... this is biggest, fastest, strongest. Okay, got it. Are you guys ready? Oh, our, are we competing? Our, yes. Okay. Yes. And, and our as as we always do on Showdown of the Unbeatables, Brian. Uh, so our our buzzing is our name. Okay. Okay. Were you asking or telling? I said it is a statement, but it sounded like a question. question. No, it was All a right, statement. Your buzzin' is your name. Okay. What is the Brian. current... Brian? <laughs> Brian, you can't answer so quickly. I love the music. <laughs> it's so loud, I can't hear. There okay. we go. There okay. we go. What is the current... Brian Unger. ...strongest beer in the world? Zane Lamprey. Uh, Zane Lamprey. Subatomic nuclear Arctic penguin. Hit the hit the buzzer one. The one that's wrong. Okay. Hold on, I gotta stop this. I gotta do this. Okay. Brian, would you like to venture a guess? What's the strongest beer? The strongest beer in the world. Pabst? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Pabst. It is Snake Venom, the latest creation from Ooh. Scottish based brewmaster. Who uh, also makes whopping... subatomic nuclear Arctic penguin. That's uh, what? Yeah, that would be this is hard. They are the former title holder from Armageddon. 
Oh. This beer, Snake Venom, has an ABV of 67.5%. Has an ABV of 67.5.5%. So that's 100 that's 151 proof? No, it would be 135, 36. 35 proof. My yes. math, my math is off. <laughs> so it's a beer as strong as as basically as Bacardi yes, 151. I believe they freeze it and then they take some of the water out. Casey, you I ever, think that's how it works. You right? ever had they it? They have to freeze it. They, so yeah, it's not normal that. fermentation. I, they don't distill it. I kind of feel like that's not a beer anymore. We've like at one point Sam Adams was making Utopias which was like 23%. And if you tasted it, it kind of tastes like a syrupy beer. I think that Casey has this guy's phone number. If you want to call and argue with him, you probably could. Okay, next question. So no points go out in that round. Question number two. Yeah. What is currently the world's fastest available car? Brian Unger. Brian Unger. The Bugatti. (sighs) Veyron. Veyron. Then go ahead and buzz it. The wrong one. The one that's wrong. Zane? Uh, the fastest one is the McLaren. Uh, you can go ahead. The wrong one? The wrong one. It's the Porsche 918. <laughs> uh, that's wrong. Just keep hitting that button a bunch just Hold in on. case. Like the, 0 to 60? Uh, no, I'm sorry. What, what, or top speed. Fast. Top speed. Top speed. The fastest production car in the world. The fastest production car in the world is the Chevrolet Stingray. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Volt, by the way. <laughs> what is it? It... Well, this is wrong. Casey, this is wrong. What? No, this I, is the worst. This is probably, I, this is the worst quiz the internet ever. Told the Hennessy's Venom GT, which clocks in at 270 miles per hour. But this is wrong because there's a new car out called the Koenigsegg 1, yeah. which tops out at, what do we say, 278? 278. 278 miles per hour. Eight miles. On, you could get from here to Brian's house very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yes. question number three. Yes. What is the largest land vehicle in the world? Zane. The yes, Zane. It's, it's one of them, like, you know, big construction uh, dump truck things? No. Mm. The wrong one. Right Could you be more specific? Passenger <laughs> vehicle? Um... It would be used in construction demolition type thing. Brian. Brian. That would be the vehicle that carries the space shuttle from the hangar to the pad. No, it's very close. That's actually mentioned in the answer. That's why I look. It is the Bagger 288. No, the Bagger. Badger. Well, no, no, it's Bagger. Never mind. <laughs> Badger has a, j- a D. In it. I know. Listen, I know. is it a Bagger or a Badger? <laughs> Can you imagine? This is like how Jeopardy works. Well, Alex, you know what? I'll give you par- I'll give you partial credit. Okay. <laughs> the contestants don't argue with Alex. By the way, <laughs> don't wait. We have a new answer. <laughs> Whatever. It's a giant, giant excavator. Okay. Okay. It superseded NASA's crawling transporter. Which was used to carry this picture. Nice. Well done, Brian. Thank you. Uh, oh, I like this one. Oh, we had zeros? Yeah, you guys, you guys are favorite. Great. This machine has been called the most powerful machine man has ever built. What is it? Could you be more specific? Uh, a guy said that, probably. What kind of power? What kind the of power extreme, for what? Extreme power? Extreme. Zane. Yes. The... Um, uh, Nuclear nuclear aircraft carrier. No, incorrect. Okay, well. The kind of power you'd need to get to, like, the moon, let's say. Oh, is it a rocket? What rocket? Zane. 
Could you be less excited about yeah, this just, quiz, please? Well, I've never had. We've never had a quiz a on this show. A nuclear rocket. This is difficult. This is the most a diff- nuclear rocket, McLaren Velociraptor. The thirteenth one of these may have had Apollo, a problem. The Apollo rocket. That is uh, right. Program wrong rocket. Apollo. That's the pro- 14, 13, 12. It's the rocket that's featured in John Apollo Glenn's, 13. Fine. John 11, Glenn's yeah, he, urine flow. It is the Saturn V rocket. Okay. Saturn V. And it, it's called the most powerful Did what? Just give Brian the most powerful machine man has ever Now, are, is a rocket a machine? Yeah, why not? Because it just burns fuel and it explodes. <laughs> 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 Tiebreaker. No, oh, we got two machines more. have new. Okay, yeah, two more. Okay, here we go. Challenge. Okay, most expensive machine vehicle ever built. Zane. Zane Lamprey. The Saturn X Five. That's not right. Okay, Brian Hunger. It's all. It also has to do with space, by the way. The most expensive vehicle ever built. Uh, machine vehicle. Living it would quarters. be the Hubble telescope. Zane. It's very close, but incorrect. The Zane. space station. That is correct. The space a tie. Station. A tiebreaker is upon us. Everybody knows the Hubble was more expensive. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> He's right. What is the strongest Brian material Shaw. on Earth? The what? Zane. strongest cereal on Earth? Yes, the strongest cereal. <laughs> that would be Linex, featured on tonight's episode of Showdown of the Unbeatable. According to this quiz, that's incorrect. Oh. Could you Brian repeat Huggins. the question? What is the strongest material on Earth? The strongest material on Earth is does Versace use it? What is Kevlar? No. Mm. This is the hardest quiz I've ever <laughs> Don't encountered. Don't give me Casey wrote it. I'm just the strongest it. material on earth is a diamond. No. It's close. Or a chainsaw it made out of a diamond. Diamond encrusted chainsaws. Chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> That should be on Showdown. It, that is on it Showdown. Is. Oh, it is. Hey. It goes against a blowtorch. Uh, the correct answer is graphene. Which, uh, uh. to break a sheet of graphene the thick of saran wrap, you would need an elephant <laughs> balanced on a pencil. Just because you're wrong, Zane. Don't I need it's to not, I mean, it's I mean, it's just, this, this, this quiz was very unapproachable. What's Brian's favorite color? It's, his favorite color is blue. Brian? Incorrect. <laughs> Brian wins! Tiebreaker! <laughs> oh, my lord. Zane, you know it's orange. Who, uh, who is... A better athlete, Brian or myself? Yes, I think it was, I think it was Brian. It's Brian. Let's get your fourteen point four score out. Let's look at your fourteen point five. Brian and I both realized oh that we Is both this a CrossFit. Story? Well, he does he does CrossFit, but he's been doing CrossFit for a long long enough to actually have benefited from it. I'm still in the phase of CrossFit where I'm hurt. Where you feel like you're dying at the <laughs> I feel end. Like I'm dying. Have <laughs> you been doing it for like? Casey, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the hell up, boy. Got that guy here. Um, Okay, so so we'll see. And then, Brian, after a few episodes, you'll come back in and we'll talk about the show. Do you guys ever wager on who's going to win? No, because we it, it's always just so close. We have no idea. It's really? interesting you bring that up, though, because the show is 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 really adapted from the Japanese show, mm-hmm. Showdown of the Where they did wager. Where they, they did wager. Yeah. They actually had people bet money and... Because the Japanese are so much more passionate, invested, and or you know, like if you if you lose the showdown in Japan, you they mur- they kill your whole family. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, it's so it's, it's very no different show. It's really intense. <laughs> no, they did do a three hour 
Showdown of the Unbeatables. It's the most popular show on Sunday night in Japan. They started off as an hour with three, uh, three, three contestants or three showdowns, and then it ended up a three-hour program of three shows. So each each one was an hour. Wow, it was amazing. Who's on their phone? They're static. I'm sorry, (laughs) that wasn't supposed to happen. It's fine. Oh, that's it. That's the end of our show. Uh, Visit Brian Unger on his uh, Twitter page. I'm I am or I am I am Brian. I A M or I the letter M. I am Brian. I A M. One word. Brian Unger on Twitter. Yeah, and then and then. Look for us. Look for us Friday on Friday nights at 9 on that National <laughs> Geographic Can't channel. Your own show. <laughs> oh, stop it. You stop it. Brian, wake up. Brian. Brian. <laughs> Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine and More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!